0: Time now for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you today?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Michelle, and certainly glad you're here today. Thank you. Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Almost happy new year. It's wild that it's the middle of December, but it, the year's just uh, flown, by, flown win- by.
1: The official uh, start of winter just a few days away.
0: Oh, my goodness. And who knows in West Texas what that means weather-wise, right? Yes, a day of certain. summer followed by a day of winter. You never you never know this time of year. Um, welcome back to Buck Banner. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about all kinds of different celebrations and ways that our community has come together in support of our schools. So we'll share about some uh, big district-wide technology upgrade that we were keeping a secret and can finally share. Um, some coconut field updates. So a much beloved uh, site in our community. So share a About the things we have in store over the coming months, there, and then share about some community partnerships and ways that the district continues to serve as the center of Alpine. And so that's what we'll we'll talk about today.
1: Sounds fantastic. Let's start off with the uh, technology upgrade. I'm excited to hear what it is. This is
0: great. This is great. So, this is a surprise that we've been working on and keeping secret for three months, and we finally get to share it with the community. Just last Friday, we surprised every teacher in Alpine ISD with a brand new district laptop and so you might be thinking like wait like isn't that just part of what they what we need to do our jobs yes absolutely but i'm talking a little bit through the why of why we needed to do this big upgrade but also why it was so hard to do and then um some of the how about how we made it happen so let's start with the why so again you might think like okay laptops absolutely a central part of staff materials. How come, you know, why were they not already updated or kind of what was going on there? Most of our staff were using six-year-old uh, laptops. Now, six years doesn't seem that long.
1: Oh, in the computer world and, it is.
0: Right, like even in the phone world. I can't make my phone last six years, let alone a computer. And so our tech department, they do an amazing job of um, annually update and updating and maintaining our laptops. But five years is a pretty standard la- lifetime for that kind of tech. And we were on year six, Many of those laptops were running incredibly slow. Um, For those of us who remember, think like the dial-up days, but without the fun sound, right? And so just like that kind of waiting for everything, which just really gets in the way of being able to do great work. So we knew these laptops needed to be replaced, but frankly, we didn't have the funds in the budget, right? This is a project that costs north of $100,000. I'll share with you a little bit about the funding we have for this from the state. And we just didn't have a way to do it. So um, from the state of Texas, we get something called the Instructional Materials and Technology Allotment um, every year. And it's about $80,000, Okay, which is a, a big chunk of change. However, that allotment is um, needs to pay for student devices, teacher devices, curriculum for K-12 through for all subjects. Teacher devices alone are a, over $110,000 for the district. And so you quickly see how that small amount of money is insufficient to do all of those things. Things. And so, um, had someone ask me recently, well, can't we just move funds from this other place? And those of you who have been listening, can to we Bob just pay Peter steal from Peter to pay right, Paul? Right, right. And if you've been listening for you know more than a few weeks, you know that Alpine ISD only receives about 85% of its state allotment. We're one of the most underfunded districts in the state of Texas we actually lose $1.5 million every year off the top of what we should receive from the state. And those funds, or those lack of funds, if you will, come from places, right, like technology. If we were fully funded, we would be able to do, to just um, kind of cash flow these upgrades on a regular basis. However, we're not. And so this is one of those areas that, we have to get creative with so great news though we had a creative solution this year and so how were we able to do this you know $110,000 purchase across the district and really it was thanks to an incredibly generous donation from the Permian Basin Area Foundation which uh, acronym PBAF and they made a $70,000 donation to Alpine ISD which is incredible and they made it just for this purpose so um, thanks to Caroline Fox from Alpine ISD who helped coordinate a conversation where someone from PBAF was asking like, what, what do your teachers need next, right? What's their next big need in the district? And uh, and she said, frankly, it's laptops. And and here we are a few months later being able to make that happen for, um, for our teachers. So quick refresher, um, we've been working with the Permian Basin Area Foundation since uh, this past March. So only about nine months, but it's been an incredible partnership. They've helped us launch the Alpine Poly- Public Education Fund, which is a way that people who love Alpine, love Alpine ISD, can make financial contributions to help the districts with different shortfalls, like the laptop initiative we're talking about. Since March, PBAF and the Alpine Public Education Fund have coordinated over $190,000 in donations from anonymous donors, from local businesses and organizations, and from Alpine supporters on behalf of the children of Alpine. And so those donations have funded the Alpine Elementary Library renovation, which has been such a blessing, um, Angel Meals accounts, and so that helps pay off any overdue balances um, for families uh, for breakfast and lunch at the schools, Alpine ISD staff appreciation events, our school supplies campaign from the summer where we were able to purchase new school supplies for every um, student in the district, some summer camps, and then a Reed Alpine program at Alpine Elementary. And now these donations have um, helped fund new laptops for every teacher in the district. So we're just so thankful for, for their support. We paired the PBAF uh, fund donation with some state grant funds. You hear me? us talk pretty regularly on the show about new grants that we've a acquired. A time or two. A time or two. We've brought in over $1.5 million in new grant funds over the last year alone and so we're able to use part of that and then also some of our technology funds so all of that led to a surprise delivery last Friday um, which to be to be fair the the surprise delivery was super fun but there's people who made that happen on the back end and so thank you to Darren Nance and Jesse Nim and our uh, Krim, I'm sorry in our tech department who prepped and imaged almost 100 laptops in just over a week. I mean, it was a pretty amazing endeavor to get it done before the Christmas break. Um, And then last Friday, Chris Valenzuela, our CFO in Alpine ISD, and then Caroline Fox and I spent Friday delivering the surprises across the district. So it was a really, it was a fun day. I want to share with you all a couple of my favorite comments made that day while we were surprising teachers with brand new laptops. Uh, One teacher said, oh my gosh, is this because I've emailed Darren, who's our tech director, Darren, three times this week? about problems with my computer and we're like no no no, this is like for everyone and we've been working on it for months but like that's why right that's why Um, another teacher said oh my gosh I just submitted another help desk ticket this morning about my computer so this is perfect and then in one of the classes we were in because we were surprising teachers when they had kids in their class too the teacher said, I really, really, I really needed this. And her students piped up, Miss, you really, really did. And so it was fun to see um, both the need that we were able to fill, but also teachers' excitement about receiving this this blessing. So on behalf of the district and our board of trustees, just want to say a huge thank you to the Permian Basin Area Foundation Foundation for connecting donors who care with causes that matter. And we are so, so grateful for their continued support of Alpine ISD. It came at a great time, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, pivoting from there, our next topic, we're gonna talk about coconut field updates. And if you've been listening over the last few weeks, you're like, wait, isn't this where we do the legislative update sandwich? Should we talk about what's not happening in the legislature? Well, we're not doing that today because there are no legislative updates. Um, There still is $6 billion for public education that is being held up for lack of legislation. There's no current special sessions, no movement, nothing to report there. So let's talk about something where there is movement, and that's here locally, and that is Coconut Field. And so I wanted to share with y'all some of the exciting things that are happening um, over at Coconut Field. So first, a little bit of history if you're if you're new to the area. Um, Coconut Field was donated to Alpine ISD in the early 70s, and Alpine ISD continues to be the proud owner of this historic treasure. Um, three teams, three baseball teams call Coconut Field home, the Alpine Bucks, the Saul Ross Lobos, and the Alpine 06 Cowboys. There's also a new history alpine sign installed over at, at coconut field. So if you haven't seen that yet, I encourage you to go over and check it out and enjoy. And that is special thanks to the Brewster County tourism and tourism alpine organizations that made that happen. So go check out that little piece of history over at coconut field. But I want to talk a little bit about what we've been doing both as owners and then working with the other teams that play at the field uh, in terms of upgrades to Coconut Field, right? Has a 75-year history, um, is definitely a jewel of our community, but has a lot of needs as well to help kind of restore it to some of its former brilliance. So some of the things both small and for the future, some big um, uh, plans that we have for the field. So what can you expect to see in the coming months? if you are a baseball player which is a definitely a subset of those of us um we're doing some much needed infield dirt work and so uh, if you're a fan you may not see this but baseball players will very much appreciate this also on our warning track, so think about, you know, the the baselines where everyone runs and then the warning track around, that dirt has just kind of settled down over time. We have a really big lip there. And so we have almost $60,000 in dirt work we need to do in those places wow. to kind of bring it back up to standard. So um, we have that work scheduled for um, January and then a little later in the spring. And so you'll see that again from the stands. We probably won't notice that as much, but that's a big deal for our players from all three teams. They They've really been looking forward to those fixes Um, for us, baseball fans and also history lovers. Some things, some changes you'll see, not changes, but like fixes, um, updates at the field. We're going to be fixing up the historical gates around the field. And so you'll see on some of those gates, which are absolutely beautiful. There's some places with bent metal. So we'll be straightening those back out also reinstalling a set of historic gates on the north side parking lot one set is up and again has a little bit of bent metal but the other side was taken down at one point so we'll be reinstalling those so watch for those Um, this season we also hope to uh, reopen the historic ticket booths on both baselines and so they've been there and you've kind of walked by them but we haven't had them set up and open so we're looking to get those back um, open again also looking to restore the rose garden on the northeast side of the park so um on the northeast part of the field there's a a beautiful space there that used to have uh, roses and seating and so we're looking to bring that back those updates will include fixing the underground sprinklers planting rose bushes again adding some picnic tables and seating and kind of having that be a gathering place where people can um connect and so, uh, one of the things I love about all these updates that I've talked about so far is it's really a community collaboration to help restore this gem of a facility. So, um, Sol- our partners at Saul Ross State University, the district, um, 06 Cowboys, just so much support to kind of um, make these projects come to life and see some improvements over at Coconut Field. A bit of a teaser, don't have full details to share yet, but we will be hosting an Alpine High School alumni event this April at Coconut Field. And so if you or someone you love has been part of Buck Baseball or Lady Buck Softball, we'll have an event that we'll be um, sharing about in the new year. So you can kind of watch for that. Also, we have a new coconut field website that we'll be launching and um, social media presence. So you'll see different videos and pictures of everything we're doing over at the field. And that is thanks to our graphic design and webmaster classes at Alpine High School. So some of our high school students are uh, in charge of that project and getting that website live and um, creating some different um, social media resources to share out with people to kind of follow what's going on over at the field. So those are all short-term things, but if... If you know the field, you know it needs some other bigger things, too. And so how will we do that? Uh, Longer term, we're working on a capital improvement plan, which just means what does it look like to make larger renovations or restorations, I should really say, to coconut field, right? How do we fix the lights, which right now each light is kind of on a breaker system (laughs) rather than a true uh, electrical wired, you know, setup. Um, How do we fix the outfield wall? How do we restore the seating um, throughout uh, bathroom renovations there's a lot of, of little things that are big things that well, add, up, over add there. up quickly absolutely and and spoiler alert there is no magic pot of money <laughs> that we're aware of yet uh, but we do have great people working together to make these plans to start where we can and really to hustle to try to bring in more funding to make more things happen over at coconut Field. so wanted to share those updates because we're really excited about um, the progress that you'll be seeing over there over the next few months speaking of which this, this floors me. I think baseball starts in like April. But no, it starts in, no, February. Starts in we're, February. We're two yes. months away from the start of baseball season. And so a lot will be happening over those two months. And we're looking forward to some great seasons at Coconut Field once again. All right. So from there, I wanted to pivot to, this actually kind of picks up where we just left off, to some community partnerships. So one of the things that I talk about when I talk about um, rural education advocacy is how Um, In rural communities, schools really serve as the center of the community in a way that's not always true when you go to a larger, uh, larger city. And so, for example, give some examples um, here in Alpine, our elementary school runs the after school program, whereas in bigger cities, there might be other entities or organizations that do things like that. Um, our schools also serve uh, to provide counseling services, where, again, in bigger cities, you might those uh, services might exist outside of the school district. But in rural places, often the schools are the center of the community. So what I wanted to do today is celebrate two other ways that Alpine ISD has been serving as the center of Alpine, both over this fall and then looking ahead to one new addition in the, in the spring as well. So youth sports. If you think we're busy with um Our middle school and high school sports, there's a whole other section of it, and that is the youth sports leagues. We are blessed here in the Big Bend with some really exceptional youth athletic leagues. Our kids can play soccer, football, volleyball, basketball, track, baseball, softball, all the things. And um, I just wanted to share that Alpine ISD is a proud Alpine Junior Bucks partner. We are so blessed uh, to be able to share our facilities for both the football and the volleyball programs that Alpine Junior Bucks run. We just wrapped up the fall flag football season for grades, first grade through sixth grade at Buck Stadium, and just wrapped up our first ever youth volleyball season for first through sixth graders, which was happening in the elementary and middle school gyms. So over the last, gosh, four months, we've had kids and families using our facilities every night of the week for the betterment of our community, and we're just so proud to be able to do that and provide those opportunities for our kids.
1: I've seen them out there in the uh, the elementary school field on my way home. Yes.
0: Yes. All the places. If you live near the elementary or the middle school, you're seeing traffic over there all the time for kids there for practices and games. It's been it's been a a wonderful fall semester. And we're also parents, those of us who are parents of kiddos on flag football and uh, volleyball. We're also glad to take a break for the next month before we start (laughs) up basketball again. Um, another way that Alpine ISD is helping serve as a center of the community, we're helping, we're partnering with local organizations to tackle food insecurity, and so huge thank you to the American Legion Post seventy nine here in Alpine, who's preparing Christmas meal kits for families in need. Um, so we're so thankful for that for their partnership there. And then starting in the new year, we're partnering with the Food Pantry of Alpine to provide weekend meal backpacks for students and families where students can on Fridays take home a backpack with ready made um, uh, food and meal resources for the weekend. um, And that program will run starting in January. So really excited about that um, provision for our families as well.
1: That sounds great.
0: It is. So as we wrap up today, when we think about, um, you know, this technology upgrade we were able to do across the district, what we're trying to move forward at Coconut Field, our community partnerships, I'm reminded of um, a subtitle from the Texas Monthly um, December edition where they were spotlighting some of the great things we're doing here in Alpine. And the subtitle said this. It said, With government at all levels increasingly incapable of addressing everything from homelessness to veterans' needs. Ordinary Texans are stepping into the breach. Now, I'm a little bit more hopeful about government's ability to do things than maybe this subtitle gives credence to, but I love this part about how ordinary Texans are meeting needs, right? And I think this is such a great example of of what's happening here in Alpine, how ordinary Texans from here in Alpine are leading every day for our kids to make these opportunities happen um, in the midst of state um, inaction on behalf of public education. And so we're so proud of that leadership and so proud of everyone who helps make Alpine great
1: well that's for certain well uh i want to thank you for coming in this morning michelle and uh I want to wish you a very merry christmas i guess we won't be back until uh
0: until the new year after
1: the new year so until then uh ha- merry christmas happy holidays and uh, have yourself a wonderful new year eve
0: yes and same to everyone in alpine go bucks
1: <laughs> we have been listening to buck banter buck banter is brought to you every other friday at this time by the uh, good folks over at the West Texas National Bank.
0: West Texas National Bank in Alpine looks forward